Hey everybody, you up all night tossing, turning, rolling around, can't get comfortable, can't clear your mind, it's racing, and you can't fall asleep? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight, it's our series, Superdoll, about a team of superheroes or something. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And according to some people, you should brush your teeth. Someone told me they, they think you should brush your teeth, but, I, you know, whatever. You can't do it. It's going to save you money in the long run. So brush your teeth, then get in bed, and press play. Podcast is going to create a safe place where you can put aside all that nasty stuff running in your brain like a crazed gerbil hopped up on a salt lick and a bottle of sugar water running on a mad hamster wheel, even though it's a gerbil. We're going to take your brain off of that and distract it. And as the story goes on, it's going to get a little bit more and more boring. Instead of having an old gerbil brain, your gerbil's going to be sound asleep in a self-made bed of cedar chips and boredom. And if that made any sense to you, congratulations, because it didn't even make it to me. I'm the one telling it. But it's my way of saying, this podcast is designed to help you fall asleep. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. You might be saying to yourself, I don't buy it. What's wrong with this guy? Is he some new age crystal wearing uh, moo guy in a moo talking into a microphone? I'm not. Uh, none of that is accurate. I mean, you're, the unspoken thought that I'm an insane person is accurate, but the rest of it is not accurate. I'm just here to bore you to sleep. You can try it out and see if it works. I hope it does. If you really, if you need some other people's word for it, check on uh, iTunes. We got two nice reviews. Finally, uh, Aaron A R A N. His review got uh, your review got Aaron. Your review got posted. Thank you. And the Ramos family. Uh, give us a nice review. Thank you. So uh, it works for other people. It doesn't probably doesn't work for everyone, but I hope it works for you. Just give it a try. That's all I ask. See how it goes. You can find if if you have a chance to subscribe to us on iTunes, go ahead and do that. You can subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. I encourage people not to listen on Stitcher. So if you discovered us on Stitcher, you might want to try another application. Podcast sounds a little bit better in other places. You can find us on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me on email by emailing feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. I also try to post uh, sleep news every day on Twitter. Uh, with this new series, uh, there's going to be bloopers, so I'm going to try to get some bloopers up on uh, Facebook. Um, so if you do Facebook and you want to follow us on Facebook, that's cool too. That's it, I think. Uh, and let's get on to the show. I'm going to put on my uh, special uh, voice, action voice, for this. Uh, and it's, I'm still kind of, it's the second episode of uh, Superdoll, our new series. Um, I said, boo doo boo. I sing and warm them up a little bit. Uh, something like that. Uh.
Sleep With Me Proud podcast is proud to present Superdoll. Somewhere, Earth's greatest heroes wait for Earth's greatest hour of need. They're Earthlings waiting to defend Earth. And they wait until they're called upon for some solution only they can solve. They wait till they're contacted because the Earth has no other choice but to contact them for help. And they're waiting to help us. And they're waiting. They wait patiently for a crisis where their powers will be the ones that save us from whatever the crisis is that needs their powers. This is their story. Story of superheroes waiting for, as I said, Earth's greatest hour of need. This is Superdoll, which which was a uh, uh, action voice. I'll take over. Okay, uh, that was accidentally called Superduds last week. And Superdud, it's Superdoll uh, story. Superdoll story to help you fall asleep. Superheroes, but uh, yeah, not but Superdoll. Thank you. Non, on to the story. All right, folks. When we last left off last week, for those of you that fell asleep, it was riveting because there was like a Toastmasters meeting, which I, since I didn't, uh, I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, I was observing, just like you. I'm not a omniscient narrator. I'm a narrator that's an uh, uh, gets uh, you know on a need to know basis narrator. I don't know what the short and short and long, short and tall, skinny is like what the uh, literary world calls a narrator that's on a need-to-know basis. But that's 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 how it is around here. But so last week it was riveting because there was a Toastmasters meeting. Toastmasters, as they kind of intoned, or if you looked on the link, it's a public speaking club, nonprofit. They're not looking to empty your pockets of money. I actually did it once uh, a while ago when I was... Uh, during the uh, big economic crisis, when I was trying to find my way, I was lost and I was afraid of speaking publicly. <laughs> Why would I be afraid? Because, <laughs> well, you've been unleashed at why I shouldn't be publicly speaking, but um, it was a useful thing to me. And, it, and it, it's one of those things, I don't mean to go off on a tangent, let's get to the show, but if you need help public speaking or you need you know, want to feel more comfortable in interview. Those are things they do. There's probably a lot of different clubs around you, in your town or city or country. Shouldn't cost you. If they're asking you for more than 10, 15 bucks every few months, I'm talking like I think my dues were 19 bucks every six months. Don't pay more than that because it's supposed to be a nonprofit. Help you develop things. So these superhero people, I think, were uh, having a Toastmasters meeting, working on their leadership and speaking skills. I'm not sure exactly why, but then there was a crisis. An alarm went off. Military was calling or something, and there was a power source in a well and a humanoid inside that power source. And that is where we're going to pick up, is uh, like somewhere where we left off. We'll be picking up where we left off on Superdoll. All right, everybody, we gotta we gotta figure this out. We uh, power nation unite. Everybody, bring it in. We're power nation unite. Um, uh, Electra, we 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 said we weren't going to use that term. 
Um, we, we we didn't vote on that. We don't like the name. I mean, we're not supposed to use that word. Um, okay, well, I'm just trying to get us together. We need to figure out this crisis, and we need to get outside and, and get to this well. Um, um, are we gonna get our? Are we, put, are we gonna put our uniforms on, right? No, we don't have time. Let's go outside. The great big doors that open, but the protective doors. Let's go. And the team they rush out these giant, you know, nuclear style doors. They open and they go out. And they go. They go out these back doors and they have this view of this expanse of this valley, dry desert valley, rolling down there at the top of this this hill. Rolling and down in the valley is, uh, there's tanks, there's military helicopters, there's troop transports, and there's a well. And out of the well is like shooting multicolored beams of powerful light, and the earth's trembling. And out of this door, and we can see now it's some sort of base, some, uh, gr- uh what do you call that, uh, concrete you know, molded concrete or whatever base. Not very fancy. More of a utilitarian look to it, but we'll get back to the base. But right now, the, one of these big doors opens, the kind you'd expect a, a fancy space, you know, fighter-type jet to come out of, but it come running out of these uh, six people, humans. And we have at the lead... The person that was just talking, Electra. She's just in a regular, um, she's kind of in a, like a little bit of a business suit from her Toastmasters meeting. And behind her, the five other people, let's just get it, get into it. Okay, team, assemble. Look, oh, goodness, it's, uh, look at that down there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, some kind of power razor. Those power razor are, uh, shooting the, uh, soldiers and, uh, some sort of freeze, it's not a freeze ray, but it's, it's freezing them somehow. Okay, okay. Let me. No one. Let's. Let me sense. Let me sense the emotional energy. Okay. He's. Not, they're not using. It's uh, not using. It's not harming the soldiers. It's just freeze, freezing them. I'm sensing from the power source confusion, a little bit of anger. Emotional state is. It's not aggression. Fear. There's fear there. Oh, there's a lot of confidence, but it's, I don't know if this is an attack. First thing we think, okay, first thing we need to do is protect the soldiers. Mesmaro. Mesmaro is ready. Edna, at your service, my dear. Okay, Mesmaro, do you know, you remember, I remember, you, you have like some sort of magic mirror spell, right? Mesmaro can cast the magic mirror spell at any moment. I have the power of magic, which... It's not hard to, it's hard to believe, but I am Mesmaro. Okay, Mesmaro, I want you to cast a magic, magic mirror. Flex. Uh, yeah, what, what's up? Flex, I need you to hold the, I need you to hold the magic mirror. Can you do, still do that thing where you jump and, uh, and stretch? And, uh, can you hold the mirror and block the rays that are hitting the soldier? Yeah, I, I, can, I can do that. Okay, Mesmaro, Magic Mirror, Flex, go. You guys, we'll meet up with you down there. Use the mirror to protect the soldiers and await my orders. Oh, yeah, okay. Mesmaro is casting the Magic Mirror spell. 
Come on, Flex, let's go. So Mesmaro and Flex. Well, Flex is like a... You know, well, let's not get into this the, too deep of the description, but he's jumping down the hill. He grabs Mesmaro. He's he's a very muscular uh, superhero, despite the way he's uh, mild demeanor. And they go down, and the Mesmaro casks, casts. Uh, this, he's in his flowing magician-type robes. He looks like a magician. Or not a magician, um, like a Merlin-type, a magic... What are those called? Wizard. I'm, 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 I'm guessing he's a wizard. And that's strange, but I don't know. I'm not a superhero expert, so I don't know if he's a... Well, it's not important right now, but he's casting this magic mirror, and then this mystical mirror comes, and Flex reaches, and Flex can stretch, and he's reflecting the beams of energy coming out of the well, away from the soldiers, and all soldiers start to retreat behind the magic mirror, the tanks, military presence. And I, I'm, I'm not getting a, a specific what government this is. Uh, looks like there's some U.S. soldiers in there. Multinational force, possibly. But they're retreating behind the ways behind the magic mirror. Okay. Um, okay, they're doing good. All right, I'm still sensing. I don't, I can't figure out. The motivation of what's going on in this well. All right, chief. Uh, what's you? You know I dislike the term chief. It's uh, I don't. I find it offensive. Please don't call me that. Hi, right, boss. Uh, what's our? I don't like that. I don't like that word either. Like, please, 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 just you could just address me as Electra. I'd appreciate it. All right. Uh, um. Uh, okay. What, what's our next move? I'm, okay, I'm thinking. I'm just, I just can't figure out. There's a high level, I'm telling you, whoever, whatever is in there is, uh, okay, I don't, I got to figure out what our what our best move is here to get into this well. Okay, uh, Electra, uh, it's a well. I think it's uh, in my purview, you know what I'm saying? I am uh, Lick, master of liquids. Uh, it's a well, and uh, water's my game, Lick's my name. So uh, why don't you uh, let me uh, um, uh, do do it? Okay, okay. Like, what, what, what's your uh, what's your move? Uh, nine. Get over here. Okay. What, what, what like, what's what, what's your move? Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna raise the water. There's a depleted water table in this area. I'll get through this point as quick as I can, so we can. So I'm gonna raise the water. There's still a water table, which is low because of. Uh, uh, you know, global stuff. I'm going to raise the water table back up. I'm going to fill it up. I'm going to freeze it. So, uh, and don't worry, I will not drown this uh, character, whoever it may be. And uh, then nine, I need you to uh, reverse the gravitational pull. Pull the person out of the well. Bring him up in the sky and hold him up there. Can we, can we do that? And yes, I, I'm, I believe I can do that. I'm uh, getting my gravitational powers. I'm reversing gravity had increased gravity so we couldn't escape from the well but i will uh, uh my gravity okay all right uh uh boss i mean uh electric you be ready you win uh the german uh all right boss i'm gonna do it and so uh all of a sudden you feel the earth tremble a little bit and then the uh it's just nothing happens for a little while it's kind of boring everyone's anticipating so a couple of shots come out of the well, 
power beam type shots. You might be like, you might be asking, you might not read comics, you might not watch cartoons. You might be like, what's a power beam? Or you might not have seen a, a movie. Kind of like a, a, it's a little bit thicker than a laser. About uh, if you make a zero with your hand, those type beams, these type beams are in many colors. And they were shooting the soldier. Now they're just getting reflected by this big old mirror that Flex is holding. Uh, so nothing happens. And then all of a sudden the beams stop and nothing's still happening. Everybody's kind of looking. And it kind of takes, I'm not even, I'm speeding it up. Because it takes a little while, I guess, raising the water table. Even with this guy's superpowers. Not sure. I'm on a need-to-know basis, just like you. Some sort of superpower involving water. He's raising the water table. It took a little while. But now... Fast-forwarding through that, he raised the water table. We can't see any of this. And then suddenly, he points over at uh, Nine, who's next. He says, hit, hit, hit at Nine. And then she strains. Okay, I've got him. I'm reversing the gravity. And I'm pulling it. I'm, I'm pushing, pushing, not pulling. Note that, is that I'm pushing uh, gravity from the bottom. Okay, he's cute. There should be a black eyes coming out. And then out of the well comes a cylinder, not a block. Because it was a circular well. Probably pretty well made. Well. But yeah, circular cylinder of water comes out. It's a little bit frosty, but we can see a humanoid in there. Can't tell if it's a man or a woman. It's up in the sky. Uh, at this point, the magic mirror has gone out. And Flex and Mesmar are standing there with all these soldiers who draw their weapons. You got some modern tanks aiming their weapons. And then uh, you get some blowhard on just like standard stuff. You probably, I mean, if you're familiar with this type of situation, this is protocol. You get a blowhard on a a loudspeaker or a megaphone. He's like, oh, sorry, I'm touching now, sorry. And, uh, uh, and then he realizes he starts to talk. And, sorry, go, go, what? And he's like, his assistant's like, hey, boss, the, the guy's inside ice. You probably can't hear. Oh, yeah, okay. And so then he starts dialing. He starts dialing on his phone. Now back up at the ridge. Electra's uh, phone rings and she answers it. Yeah, hello, hello, hello. Yes, General. Okay, we have him. Um, and uh, we can. Uh, we we do have the the secure uh, thingamajig, the that fancy uh, cell, so we could bring him up. Ho- hold on, hold on. Some some. I'm sensing something's wrong. I'm se- I'm sensing something. Like what's what's happening with the? Uh, um, oh, some is a, he's speed some speeding up the molecules in the water. Boom! The ice blows up, and uh, up flying above. Uh, now up in the air where the ice was is this caped man, and we can't really quite make him out, but he's obviously wearing some sort of suit with a cape, a little bit gaudy, bright colors. Uh, like, uh, you can't quite make it out. It looks like some gold and some red or something. I'm not sure. But he starts flying around, this dude. He's flying, and there's, like, kind of, like, jets coming out of his beam. Not jets, but beams coming out of his feet. Flying under some sort of beam power at a very high speed and then dodging. And the first thing he does is uh, shoot. He has beams coming out of his fists. Again, he's not a robot man, so uh, or at least as far as I can tell, but he's shooting beams. He shoots two beams. Boom, freezes Flex and Mesmaro. 
with two beams. And then he starts um, picking off the military members. He's flying around there shooting at them, you know, and he's just dodging missiles and cannon fire. And I mean, obviously machine gun fire is not going to, I don't know what this guy, but he's dodging all that. And back up on the ridge. Okay, okay, um, he's free. He's some sort of, we've got some sort of, this must be a supervillain. I'm not sensing villainy, though. But he, he could be masking his thoughts and his emotions. I don't, I don't understand. He's not using any lethal force. They're trying to get him. Okay, I'm going to calm down. All right, okay, let me let me make a call. Let me call the general. General, can, can, can you try to establish can, uh, some sort of communication? Don't you have some sort of... Uh, Loud loudspeaker ceasefire. Can you call ceasefire? And so the general uh, calls some ceasefire, and they stop firing, and the guy's just kind of flying, circling the area, and then he starts announcing, "Oh, touch it, touch it, uh, the flight flying uh, object or uh, flying on a UFA? Is it a UFA? Uh, touch it, touch it, UFA, uh, unidentified flying humanoid. Uh, you're in." Uh, in violation of the Geneva Convention 2026, Geneva 2014, uh, Geneva Convention uh, regarding uh, uh, we, we need you to uh, stand down and surrender yourself. And then the guy shoots the the megaphone. It goes bzz, 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 goes out. And all of a sudden, you see Ms. Marhouse somehow moving his hands, even though they're kind of trapped in some sort of beam weapon. And then poof, they're somehow like... Um, portal or Dean rematerialize and they peer back up at the top of the ridge with Electra and Lick, Omaha and Nine. And she, oh thank goodness, thank goodness you guys are back. Okay. Okay, the soldiers are scared. Okay. The, again this 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 person is not I cannot establish I can I, I cannot understand what their motivation is. They just seem very confused and they don't know and I think they don't know why we're they feel like we're attacking them. So we have to we have to uh disable and contain. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Ms. Marl, do you have any like what do you call that, Matt? That you're in, can you cast any more spells? Ms. Morrow has a little bit more spell casting in Ms. Morrow. Okay, I need you to get a spell ready to try to jam whatever's going out of it, making him fly at some sort of I don't know if those is some sort of magic power. I mean, it's some sort of superpower that creates some energy shooting off his feet. So I need you to jam that. Can you do that, Ms. Morrow? Ms. Morrow will use some sort of... I have a couple ideas. I'm preparing my spell. Okay, Omaha. I need you to get every bug in the vicinity and get fill his eyes with bugs when he's flying. Once he starts flying again... You know, have the bugs around where he can't see them, and then boom, shoot them all in his eye. I shoot the, the bugs in his eyes. That should not be a problem, except that uh, no bugs may die. So I, well, no, it'd be fine. I will choose the bugs that are about to die anyway. I will guide them into his eyes. It will be a sort of, uh, how you say, Kavokian situation, because some of the bugs, I can tell, I can communicate. I will, okay, I'm blocking their eyes. Okay, I will be blocking his eyes. Okay, wait for my account, both of you. Okay, nine, how much power do you have, how much, how much power do you have left? I have a little bit of power. How can, what, what, what do you need me to do? Okay, pull him, as soon as his, 
he gets blinded and loses power, increases gravity, and send him to Earth. And then Flex, you catch him. Oh, okay. You just want me to catch him? Catch him and hold. Make sure his hands and his feet can't move. So if he shoots the beams, especially out his arms, he's just shooting them off into the distance somewhere. Oh, okay. 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 And now what do you need me to do? I need you to be ready. Okay. I am going to emotionally cripple him. And, uh, and that should disable him for a time. I'm sensing some vulnerability. And I'm sensing I can use the sphere against him. And then, then you just have your powers ready and, and be ready in, in case something goes wrong. All right, boss. I mean, all right, uh, leader. Uh, yes, Electra. Okay, everybody. I'm my mark. Okay. Mesmaro, are you ready? Mesmaro is ready. Omaha. The bucks are ready. Okay, go. So then, boom, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the guy's flying along, all these little, whatever, tiny flies get in your eye when you're on a bike or something, you know, or on your windshield. They start hitting this guy in the eye in a concentrated effect. And then he starts to, like, and then, boom, his boots cut out. And then she says, uh, nine hit it. And all of a sudden, the gravity pulls him down. Flex shoots out these rubber arms or whatever. Stretch arms, strong arms. Boom, catches him. Is holding his arms with one hand and his legs with one hand. Because Flex is like a stretchy and muscular. Kind of like Flex Armstrong, I guess. Was that Flex Armstrong? Was that the dude's name? I don't know. But he's a So he's holding them. And then all of a sudden Electra is like um, concentrating. And the guy who seems now closer up, once Flex has him, he's like a, kind of a handsome, handsome man. Late twenties, early thirties. Uh, super, very superhero looking. Has got a uh, very. Um, it's not a very flattering uh, superhero outfit on, but seems like professionally tailored. A little bit too gaudy, uh, but whatever. And then he starts weeping, and, and next thing you know, he's like trying to curl up in a position, curl up in a. He's he's crying. His head's going against his chest, and then uh, Flex will release him. And then Flex releases him, and he cur- the guy curls up in the fetal position. Now, the military's still off. They can't really see everything that's going on. But uh, the guy's, like, curled up in the fetal position, shaking and shaking. Okay, let's bring him inside. Bring him inside, Flex. Okay, I'm not sure what. Okay, we we need to. Uh, he's he's emotionally mobilized. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. He's got some bad memories here. I'm working it. I'm working it. We need to get his... Uh, Ah, uh, don't worry. I got some uh, duct tape. I'm gonna duct tape his hands and his feet. Uh, should, uh, yeah, duct tape. He, ice wouldn't stop. Don't worry. It's it's silver duct tape. I'm sure. I was observing as some sort of beam power. Uh, uh, it'll at least hold him off. You just hold him. So then, what's that guy's name? Not Flex, but uh, nine Lick. So then Lick is a uh, duct tapes this guy's arms and legs. Flex scoops him up in his arms. Does a couple wraps of his arms like snakes around the guy, and they carry him back in the base. The base closes, and uh, that's that's I guess story wise we're gonna um, leave off. But I want to take a second to introduce you, since we've kind of been running through. I've been keeping notes of who these people are. This will be kind of like a super doll primer again, based on what I know so far. Is I think the 
leader is this woman, Electra. That's that's best I can tell from what I was listening into. Not a hundred percent sure her name's Electra, or Electa, or something. I'm not sure because I know there might have been a comic with an Electra. So, not positive. It's Electra, Electra, something like that. Probably it's all in the pronunciation and the spelling. But she seems to be their leader. Not sure her power if she's like um. Professor Xavier, she definitely has some sort of emotional sensitivity, so some sort of power of emotion, possibly. Not sure if he's psychic or mind-melding or whatever that power is that Jean Grey and Professor Xavier have. So that was Electra, Electra. Then we had Mesmaro. Mesmaro, that guy. So they had to do a pretty good imitation of that guy, huh? Uh... He seemed to actually be, as far as my observation of what just happened in these two episodes, is that he's a, like a person out of like a Dungeons and Dragons party. Uh, and I'm not talking about a party in someone's basement playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm talking about uh, or a World of War. Like he seems like a spellcaster, like an actual wizard. Um. And again, I've read. I'm a. I'm not an expert on this. These subject matters, so I don't know if there are wizards in superhero groups or not. Probably, but he seemed to be a wizard. Which hmm, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what this group, what they're about. They said something about their name. Uh, there seemed to be some disagreement over their power nation. I heard Electra say at one time, but so Mesmaro Electra. Next up was Flex. He seemed pretty straightforward as far as power, some sort of strength and stretching uh, powers and jumping, I think. So stretch, jump, strength, combo-ish type situation. Then we had Omaha, who has some sort of influence over animals or insects, I think. I think, or both, some sort of animal influence power. She definitely can move, put bugs in people's eyes and look through cockroaches' eyes. So that's Omaha, and she has a, she, she seemed to have an Eastern, that my name is Omaha, something like that, an Eastern European accent. And there was a southern woman named Nine. My name is Nine. That was Nine. And she seemed to have some gravitational powers, which um, hopefully there's no, I don't, uh, yeah. She seemed to be able to increase and change gravity. I'm not sure that's, I don't know, let's not overanalyze the powers. And then we had Lick. Lick was a, had a smoker's voice, uh, 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 like that. And he, he seemed to have some sort of liquid power, water power, or freezing. He froze. He moved water, and then he froze it. And did he do, I don't know if he did anything else, but he's, and he seems like a little bit of a troublemaker. But so did everybody. I mean, now they didn't have a uniform, so I don't know if they have matching uniforms. And then we have this character, this humanoid. That's all we know, male. Like I said, observing, he was in uniform and handsome, 
Um, again, I'm like I, my degree of handsome is probably not the same as yours because, uh, like, not so handsome. I hate him, um, or I'm extremely jealous. But uh, it, it, I don't know. We'll, we'll probably learn more about him. Some sort of military presence again. And there's some sort of argument in the first episode about stuff and protocols. So, yeah. Um, again, yeah, I, I don't have all the details because uh, we, if this was a non-boring podcast, yeah, I'd be like, oh, uh, yeah. There'd be more lasers, more um, action, things would be clear. I'd probably be omniscient or I would, wouldn't be present. So it'd either be a straight, like, Oh, Ray God activate, and then he's he's incapacitated, right? You know, flex, uh, pull his fingers back now, no, you know that kind. Or it could be, and then flex pulled his fingers back. For flex was thinking, he could do more, and then the man whose name will be nameless for now rolled over, jumped up, and punched Flex in the face with the force of a thousand camels, kicking at a man that spited them. And Flex thought, ouch, and that, like I'd know everything. So yeah, it's kind of, we're saddled with some difficulty here, um, being in the, having to be the narrator and being a need-to-know basis. It makes it more fun for me because uh, I can kind of shirk off duty of knowing stuff, but also... You know, it will be, it's more boring that way, I think. I don't know. Uh, actually, this is the way that all these podcasts go. And that's why you've heard me fighting with Drew. Because uh, there's a whole written stuff. Everything that we covered tonight was out, out there or written down. But sometimes it's like he doesn't tell me everything. Like what, what kind of pants does Flex have on? Well, that's not important, bro. And then I say, well, I'm not your bro. I'm, I'm an alternative personality that you developed for self-defensive purposes because you're whatever. Um, so, but yeah, so it's a superhero story is what I can tell. Super dull. And uh, that's what's titled, not super duds or super dud. Because uh, that would be... I don't think if you were on a superhero team, you'd want to be on the Super Duds or the Super Dud team. Probably. Wouldn't want to be on that team. Probably. Right? So, yeah, that's uh, that's our new second episode of our new series. Uh, Phil Jan on that. We got Electra. Electra. We got Mesmaro. We got Flex. We got Lick. We got Nine. We got Oma. And I'm sure we'll learn more about them. And I'm sure you could give us feedback at feedback at sleepmoviepodcast.com. And that's it. So I hope you uh, have a restful evening. Good night.